You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 194 of the KB Mob podcast. Blah walking casually back into the shot with some drinks and some food. Oh my god, he's oh that. <laughs> if you're not if you're not watching, you just missed a sweet hit. We should call it 93.5, bro. We should call it 93.5. That's probably kind of what it's going to be. Uh, we just got done. If you're listening to this on the audio, you missed an hour and a half of our live reactions to the Bethesda announcements. Um, and if you're living under a rock for the last two days and listening to this on the audio version, some shit happened, I guess, at E3. Um, <laughs> we just got done. It's a nice way to start E3. Yeah. We just got done with Bethesda's press conference. Um, let me just break down a quick synopsis for people who, who are listening, or maybe if you just came into the stream. Um, Doom looks real good. Battleborn exists. <laughs> Dishonored, yeah. Dishonored 2 is coming out. And holy mother of God, Fallout 4. Um, I was not at all, like, I didn't even care about Fallout 4. No. Not really. Like, I, I kind of did, but not really. And then and then I saw that shit. Oh, my God. That's how you do a press conference. That's how you show off a game. Like, I don't know how... I mean, we'll be live tomorrow from noon Eastern on doing the press conferences tomorrow. But I don't know how anyone can really do anything tomorrow. <laughs> like... I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Fallout 4, if you've missed it, you can go look up all the footage online. I'm sure it's already up somewhere. If you're live right now or if you're on the audio, it's been a couple days, I'm sure it's up somewhere. Um, My God. (laughs) You can build your own house. They had like two or three different one more thing style announcements, even after they showed the initial, like the initial Fallout gameplay. Like... And it's coming out on November 10th this year. <laughs> yeah, that's actually some of the biggest news to me. I would have expected maybe like spring 2016. Yeah. Like, I mean. I think that just shows you how long they must have been working on this. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been seven years since Fallout 3. Um, we get customizable housing. Apparently you can build a town, basically. You can uh, customize your weapons all to hell, craft all sorts of other random shit in it. There's an iOS companion game that is out right now. (laughs) Uh, If you have an iOS device, you can get that right now. It looks really awesome. It's kind of like a sim tower thing um, with the vaults. Just, I mean, goddamn. (laughs) They they really brought it. Yeah. Uh, It... It looks absolutely incredible. Um, all the things that you loved about uh, various different game types are kind of shoved into Fallout 4. So um, it looks absolutely incredible. Um, on to the game that was we didn't know what we were going to get. Uh, switch gears a minute to Doom. Uh, the new Doom looks good. I think all of us were kind of underwhelmed by how they played the trailer kind of moving, yeah a little bit moving kind of slowly through the game but brutal gore <laughs> and doom just tons of brutal gore um, yeah the chainsaw stuff is just like that's that's like mindless <laughs> and ridiculous yeah there, there's a lot that's still up in the air. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. after watching it, I don't really, I still don't have a good grasp on what kind of game doom uh, doom four is. Yeah. I don't know if it's more horror based. I don't know if it's going to be more arcadey like the original dooms. Uh, cause they were playing it I, so slow. I think it's going to lean into more being more arcadey because doom so three too, was but... a little more horror or tried to be. Mm-hmm. And like, I think yeah, they, I think so they realized that that's not really what people come to doom for. It's yeah. not their strength. At the time, it was pretty well received, but over time, people's opinion of that game really uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that for, for the Doom franchise, like, I don't know that Doom 3 was what they wanted it to be. It was yeah. received okay, but like, it's not a game that people remember in the way that they remember the, the original Dooms. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, for sure. Yeah. Which is obviously a really hard legacy to live up to, but still, like, I think 
I think that Doom 4 feels like they're going back to their roots a little bit, where it's like, here's what Doom is. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be gore everywhere. It's going to be like you're, you know, you're, you're basically a superhero mm-hmm. going through hell, killing, you know, killing everything yeah. in your path. There's uh, one, some, I don't know if it's surprising is the right word, but one sort of new mechanic for Doom is uh, double jump is in the game. Uh, it also appears that you can kind of, I don't know how it worked, but you can kind of absorb falls of any height, it, it looked like, because he jumped really far in the, yeah. in the one well, part of Well, there's some health. stuff that I guess you have to, like, if you're leaning back into the original days of Doom, mm-hmm. there was no jumping. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was yeah. no, there, you, there was no, there was only one plane. So, right. like, that stuff probably will be fine, mm-hmm. because you have, to, you have to find a way to make, make Doom today with yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, overall, though, I think by the end of the Doom stuff, we were all pretty hype. Um, the one brand new good. thing that they hadn't talked before this about any multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, to me, it just looked like kind of arena multiplayer, like close quarter yeah. style stuff. Horde mode but, as well. But the, uh, the really cool thing, which, I mean, it seems really cool conceptually, is uh, the snap map. Stuff yes. so they're they're gonna have basically like a map editor slash game type editor like almost mod tools within the game, uh, but it looks like it's it's actually a GUI. It's not it's not like an SDK. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, it looked to, like you could have enemy placements and other things like that as well. Along yeah, with like it, it didn't look like it involved any programming. It looked yeah. like it was just like you could build like a single player stuff. campaign in it if you wanted to, which is yeah. kind of interesting. And people are gonna like try to extend stuff or something. I don't know. And then they're linking everything together. Uh, and not making it platform dependent to where people who make stuff on like Xbox right. One PC people can also get that kind of mod onto PC. So that'll yeah. be good. I just don't, uh, we, we have no information as to whether or not it will still be integrated with something like Steam Workshop or if they're, uh, they called it what, Bethesda Net, if it'll just yeah. be like its own entity. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried if it's not Steam Workshop stuff because I'd rather it, it be on if Workshop. It works, like if that technology works the way the way it looked like it did. And works across platforms, like mods that people make on the PC will be playable on consoles and stuff. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that is like that will be a marvelous technical achievement if they if it if it works Agreed. the way that it looks like it does. Yeah. Um, Which is honestly like that's always been what it has been good at is like the technical piece of the work. The games may not always be the best, but they they find a way to make the games like very technically adept. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they. They ended uh, the the gameplay sort of stuff with a giant cyber demon <laughs> at the end, and the BFG. <laughs> the, the characters started using the BFG nine thousand, and then they cut. They cut like right then. That shit was so big, dude. <laughs> like huge fucking. The cyber demon, demon in, in, in the original Doom was not like it wasn't that huge. Yeah, it was like it was scary and foreboding but it wasn't that big that the new the new cyber yeah. demon is like actually huge it's like a couple stories tall yeah there's also like uh the executions in it I, I don't know how i feel about them as a gameplay mechanic but they're fucking fun to watch i'll tell you that fucking character. yeah that's <laughs> Go ahead. that was why i was wondering like how fast paced this game is going to be because a game that has you pausing mm-hmm. during like firefights to execute enemies is probably not going to feel that fast. Like not not like the original Doom was, and we only saw at any given time three or four enemies on the screen. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder. It it, it could be I really mean, cool. You, don't, you won't have to do them. I feel like someone could definitely run through this game quickly. Mm-hmm. But I think well, my hope my hope is that the like there will be enough of the different style executions where you can you just keep doing them and like running through the game feels like a movie. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um. So we got a good look at that. Uh, hell looks like hell, <laughs> like a really good rendition of hell. Uh, they showed some of the space station gameplay as well as some gameplay in hell. Uh, the chainsaw is unfucking believable. Um, I'll probably have a link to a trailer in the description of this podcast if you're listening. Uh, but he basically rips the jaw off of something at one point in it and like cuts it in like literally in half and spreads the body apart with his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is brutal, man. There was the one big guy with like a, like a kind of Tony Stark, like power thing on his chest yeah. and he ripped it out of its chest and then shoved it all the way into its mouth and then it exploded. <laughs> so yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. 
So uh, all your classic weapons are in there. They showed the plasma rifle. They showed a scoped assault rifle, which is interesting, a scoped, scoped weapon in Doom. Uh, there's no ADS, it appears, except for that scoped weapon, which is good. That's a good thing uh, in a Doom game. It looks to me like they really did take some good lessons from seeing what machine games did with Wolfenstein mm-hmm. and how they resurrected that franchise uh, completely from something that had kind of basically died out and had some really lackluster titles. Um, so I think I think the, the multiplayer piece, if they don't have ADS weapons in the multiplayer, I'm actually way more excited for that. Yeah. Because that's the one thing that we don't really have right now is a multiplayer shooter that does not have ADS. Yeah. And that's basically what I want. Like, I'm tired of ADS shooters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what one of the reasons I like Dirty Bomb right now is because you don't have to ADS other than with a sniper. Yeah, Dirty Bomb is like the closest we have yeah. right now. But I feel like I feel like Doom has never had a strong multiplayer component. That there's no reason it can't yeah. be a strong multiplayer. It's just mm-hmm. that it never it, has. It been. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did show a trailer after I turned off the stream. Was anything good in there? I guess Spring 2016 release though. For Doom, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I, I, I also. I also yeah. turned off. I didn't see that. Uh, the trailer yeah. looked cool. I didn't see the release date, though. Yeah, that's what I was seeing someone in chat said. Um, but, of course, as we talked about earlier, Fallout 4 <laughs> kind of blew everything else away. Uh, they showed off way more than I ever thought that anybody mm-hmm. would with a game. Uh, well, not necessarily a game announcement, but just uh, the first time kind of showing off uh, a lot of the the facets of it. Yeah. So that was that was way they, too much. They went into the <laughs> amount of depth that you should go into in a press conference like that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like that. That is how it's you, a press. That is how sure. you show off your like your uh, showcase game. And and hearing, obviously, it's you know you can say it's you know just like sort of PR speak or whatever you want to call it, but just hearing him say, "We knew we had to take our time." And be really careful with how we made this game and make it what you guys wanted. Like, and it really seems like they did that. They, <laughs> yeah, they, the way that they're, that they're approaching it is, is so refreshing. Some reverence they, it was, for it. Exactly, exactly. They had reverence for the franchise that they made. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, we made this so we can fuck it up however we want. We want. It was literally just like, Final we have to... <laughs> exactly exactly it's like we have to do this justice yeah yeah and a lot of a lot of developers <clears throat> especially big ones have fallen into the trap of either annualizing watering down whatever you want to call it taking uh franchises that were very revered and turning them into just garbage yep. um and they could have easily done that like they could have done a much I don't know if worse is even the right word, but they could have done a lot less with Fallout 4 than it appears that they have done and still had a hit, obviously. But they have really taken that game to another level. (laughs) Like, just unbelievable. Um, My hope is that it's it's kind of like The Witcher in that there's there's not like stuff on top where you can like pay for something else mm-hmm. on top of like the money you spend on the game. My yeah. hope is like it's just it's a sixty dollar game. Yeah. It's you know you're gonna get a ton of playtime out of it, but that's what it is. We're not gonna try and get you to buy like five dollar add-ons and other like silly stuff. Like the core game is what it is, and it will come at a sixty dollar price tag, but it's going to be amazing. That's yeah. I mean, I'm at least with the uh, with the companion game, uh, the Fallout Shelter game. I mean, that being. Uh, not needing an internet connection and also not being freemium, like that's yes. a good sign, I guess, because that's yeah. what I was afraid of when they were starting that's, to announce it. It's like, oh, sure. microtransactions, here they come, but apparently that's not the case, so. Yeah, like, uh, we, we went over some of this, like the, the iOS game looks really good. There's an actual pit boy <laughs> that you can get that has, like, companion <laughs> because games. Because of course there is. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be... Uh, along with that Pip-Boy, you won't need that. You can get, like, an iOS and Android version of the app that's on it, um, which is basically a second-screen experience. Uh, but it doesn't sound like 
the the good thing about the iOS game and stuff is that they're but as you said, Mark, there's no like, hey, pay a dollar and this building builds and faster. And this goes faster, yeah. Mm-hmm. None of that is in there. They had complete reverence for the fans and the fan base of this game. And they took seven years to do it, and it looks like it was time well spent <laughs> so far. Uh, it really does look like it was time well spent. Um, I'm also glad that a big, like, reputable game developer called out what everybody fucking hates about mobile games. Yeah. You know? It's just like, none of like, that shit is in straight, here. Like, like, look, we know that nobody actually likes that shit. Nobody likes well, to play a game that you have to pay. Also the same thing with, uh, also the same thing with collector's editions while also announcing their own collector's edition Pip-Boy it, thing. So, yeah. I, I don't, it's, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but also kind of like, well, I mean, you're, you're fucking talking shit about something that you're literally doing right now. I, I don't really <laughs> I find mean, the that thing intriguing. Is, though, at, least, at least if you're going to make a collector's edition, like that's actually a pretty cool collector's edition. Like, I yeah, I mean, it's nice. It. I just yeah. As long as there aren't nine fucking versions of, a, of, of an edition to buy for the game, then I'm happy. Because I, I can't see another Watch Dogs and having like 13 different versions for the game, <laughs> yeah, depending Watch on the Dogs. retailer you buy it from. It's yeah, so I obnoxious. I mean, uh, I, versions that happen. you can't even you buy if you're it. not in a certain region. Like, there were regions, uh, there were European <laughs> versions of Watch Dogs that you could not get if you weren't in Europe. That is it was weird. very did that, silly. Did that upset you? Did you want all of very the much versions so. of, Wat, of Watch no, Dogs? No, yeah, I wanted them all. I wanted all of that hat DLC. Watch Dogs Master. And, and foil cards. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Fallout 4, basically, you... Uh, create what we assume anyway is your parents. Are we assuming that still? Is what, or is it like that, okay? So it was kind of interesting. Um, what ha- it said? He said that it was two hundred years later. So either there is some kind of like preservation mechanic, uh, like or like a machine in your vault, like a like a cryo chamber or something, or the vault. Like a couple people made it to the vault. Mm-hmm. And then you're like one of the one of the descendants of those people 200 years later. But yeah. for whatever reason, something happened in the vault because the key is it said you're the sole survivor that came out 200 years later. So either something happened to the people who survived inside the vault, like, like there was an outbreak, like a disease that only you were immune to, something like that. Or your character was the only one who made it to the vault and then was preserved for 200 years. Well, I mean, to yeah. be fair, the character that came out of the vault kind of looked like the guy whenever they yeah. were doing the character creation. And they right, ended on so. him, and, and it sounded like it was like, these are your parents. This is what you'll kind of look like once you get out of the vault. These two people fucked, and mm-hmm. there you go. That's, that's what and you get. And made you. <laughs> Better get used to that concept. Um, so, like, I guess, for those of you who, who are listening that didn't see it, like, uh, who didn't actually watch mm-hmm. it, uh, first off, go watch it. But Yes. Um, I, and we, we didn't really hear what they said because we were all kind of, like, making jokes and screaming because it was awesome. But um, I, I think what he said was that the, you, you get to like, so you have character creation, but for your parents, not for you. Mm-hmm. And I think what he said was, you know, your, your decisions are going to determine what the baby looks like. So you create mm-hmm. two characters and your, char- your character ends up looking like an amalgamation of the two. Yeah. Which so is really, really cool. I'm seeing from Chad here that you're the same guy, apparently. You're the same you guy. Because the, the robot is like, hey, what's up? You know? Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. You're right. You're right. Um, oh. It was yeah, just while we sense. while we were watching it, we're also talking to each other. So I missed yeah. some some points that they were saying as they were going yeah, to the definitely. conference. So yeah. So um, it starts out that way. Two hundred years later, you can play. Then they announce in first person or third person or like back the camera. Well, that's out. like that's um, pretty standard for Fallout, though. And then you can customize fucking everything. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, everything. Uh, you end up making a settlement eventually, like a whole town, not just your own house. You can completely customize all that stuff. That town you do build then, your own house. Yeah. And like you suck can, an arc. And you can be, uh, then you do like some tower defense shit on the town. Like raiders will come by and like try to take out your town. So you need defenses. And like, I'm wondering if that's like an online component. Is it going to be always on? Is it an opt out? Is it like an invasion <laughs> thing? Like Dark Souls? Like there's... There's a I lot of no implications that they, they didn't hammer out. Yeah. So I'm really interested. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Go back and watch it. They spent thirty minutes of the, the press conference on Fallout if not more on Fallout Four. Uh, As they should. so 
other things they did. We talked about Doom a little. Uh, Dishonored 2 was in there. Um, and it looks like it takes place after the events of Dishonored 1, but I really couldn't tell a time. <laughs> like, I felt like it was way in the future. Like It in felt the like it, yeah. from now, even. It seemed like, like it, yeah. except, except the clothing that the, yeah. like, I guess who the bad, the bad guy is. Like, he wasn't wearing modern clothing at all, so. Yeah. Um, and you can play as a new character, uh, female character, or you can play as the dude from the first game, apparently. Um, so yeah, uh, Emily is the other character you can play as. Uh, that's the first, yeah, the other character. Was um, Emily the little girl from the first one? Yes, yeah, she was. Chat's telling me that now. I did not play Dishonored. <laughs> believe oh, okay. That. Um, but, uh, it looks visually, it looks really good. They didn't show. I mean, it looks like kind of standard Dishonored gameplay. Um, what we saw, you know, lots of blinking around and sneaking and <laughs> all that good stuff. But the tech looks crazy in Dishonored too. Uh, it does look pretty impressive. Yeah, so it, it, it looks amazing. Um, to me, it reminded me of uh, Human Revolution, Deus Ex Human Revolution. So that was kind of the game I was thinking of in there. Uh, they also showed off, this was the low point, I guess, of the press conference, which was good to stick it, <laughs> Brandon playing Fallout Shelter right now on his iPhone. Uh, oh, you bastard. <laughs> uh, there's, there were two other games they, they talked about. Uh, Battleborn was one, which is like, not very good looking. <laughs> it was no, fucking it, awful. It, yeah, I mean, compared to everything else, it was it just looked janky as shit. The Even, animations were really bad. It didn't it didn't really explain itself well in in what kind of game it is, other than it just being class based team shooter whatever. I I, yeah. I don't know, just like some kind of competition to Overwatch and TF two. That's all I got out of it. Oh, it's Battle it's, Cry. Excuse me, Battleborn oh, the God, other game by by Gearbox, yeah, which is insanely coming. insanely poor timing God. on those. Yeah, uh, having cry. very very similar oh, names, geez. but even even not even compared to the other things that looked like Doom looked good. Uh, of course, Fallout Four looked good and Dishonored looked good. But even if they hadn't looked particularly good, this game would still look, like stand out as looking like shit. Like yeah. it looked so bad. And I don't like. On one hand, it kind of looked like a frame rate issue, but on the other hand, the animation just might be really shitty. Yeah, but. It's it, a beta. It, it was most notable between the it, the first woman who came up and she was wielding this gigantic sword, and every time she kept going in between attacks, it was like it was missing were, frames in between yeah, the animations. Were, they exactly. they didn't flow well. Exactly, there was like no between frames. Like it looked like either they're going for an aesthetic that's just not a good idea. It looked like Special Forces Team X. Yeah, exactly. When Dan of, said that, I was like, holy developer. shit, he is right. <laughs> Either they're going for a certain, like, animation style that just isn't working out well, or this shit was not ready to be shown. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also announced Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, God, I forgot about that. They sure uh, did. I just blocked it out. An Elder Scrolls card game. I honestly don't even remember. Like Legends of Tamriel or something like that, I think was the name. It's Hearthstone uh, with Elder uh, yeah. Scrolls stuff, like quite literally. Heroes of Tamriel. Yeah, it, it, it was Hearthstone. Uh, so they really saw that that card game thing is really, <laughs> really working well for people out there. Um, they just really yeah. want to be Blizzard. So they uh, they are coming out with that as well, and they also showed some Elder Scrolls online, and no one cared. Um, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> the-, the entire chat was. Resident Nothing sleeper. but resident sleeper, yeah. yeah. Um, Pretty great. So yeah, overall, goddamn, it, uh, man, Fallout Four. It's all you should really care about from what we're saying. Doom looks good too, <laughs> but Fallout Four. Yeah, but Fallout yeah, and Dishonored. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, and if you Dishonored like Dishonored, has a long way to go though, because Dishonored One was like decent, but not much more. Yeah, if you like Dishonored, I mean, you will definitely be hyped for Dishonored 2. You will see it and you'll be like, this looks great. Um, Yeah. So that was what we just did before this short podcast that we're doing right now. So, uh, moving on, tomorrow, if you're watching this live, Mark and I will be live all day with Microsoft, EA, Ubisoft, and Sony uh, on the Cave Mud Twitch channel and on Mark's channel. 
all day making fun of those press conferences. And really, what can they announce tomorrow that matters <laughs> after Fallout <laughs> 4? Like, it really... The way they good presented luck. that. Like, good fucking so, luck. Somebody... Uh, uh, someone linked to me. Um, someone did a bunch of bingo cards for each individual conference, and they're actually really well done. And they have some good options in them. So I'm taking yeah. them and putting them onto images for tomorrow's stream. Yeah, they, these are really good. Like if you're doing a drinking game, you're going to fucking die. It's <laughs> absolutely going to happen. So moving on from that, make sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll have tons and tons of stuff next week, along with our special guest. Uh, Shannon Z. Killer will be on the podcast next week. I'm sure she'll have a thing or two to say about Fallout 4. Oh, <laughs> she seemed yeah, pretty she pumped on Twitter. <laughs> um, I wasn't so, expecting to be as excited as I am now. About, like, I've en- I enjoyed the Fallout games, but yeah, oh, yeah. I was really, is, really stoked. Yeah. Oh, damn. I, I didn't care about Fallout at all. Fully admit that. And now I really care about Fallout. <laughs> I really want Fallout 4. So, uh, some little tidbits of news from this week. There isn't much out there. Uh, the new AMD video cards leaked as far as their pricing. It's pretty cheap, as you would expect from AMD. No one knows how they're going to perform versus the 970 and the 980. But the highest end one is like 389 which is not a bad price, but who knows where that'll slot in. Uh, Are we not going to talk about what we played? Do you want to? Yeah. All right, we can do that. Fine. Fine, Brandon. <laughs> Gives the people what they want. What video games did you play this week, Brandon? You can start us out. There you go. I played. Uh, so last night I played quite a bit of Dirty Bomb, mm-hmm. and uh, I think like I'm. There are times where I really enjoy that game, and last <laughs> night I was playing with probably five or six other people, and there was just a real faint, faint feeling of enemy territory. <laughs> It was pretty fake. Like basically, what I what I said what I said last night when I was playing is like someone hadn't uh, hadn't played enemy territory or they hadn't played dirty bomb, and I was like, well, it's a worse enemy territory, which is like the best compliment I can I can give a game, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I've been playing quite a bit of that. I don't like. I still am very on the fence about their monetization stuff. Yeah. Because like some of the prices for their their stuff is just like really nuts um <laughs> but the game itself like is pretty good it's gotten a lot better and i like playing with a group is a lot of fun uh yeah. which you know can be said for any game but i feel like that game the, the the teamwork required is kind of on the level of enemy territory i feel like where mm-hmm. if you're playing if you're playing against a team that has you know three four five people that are kind of coordinating it's very hard to win which mm-hmm. which is what i like um, so I played that a bit. I uh, played The Witcher more. I, f- I finally, I think, solved the problem I was having, Good. which is basically that The Witcher does not like variable frame rates. Uh, when I capped the frame rate at 60, uh, it works. It works great. Hmm. So I don't, it's weird stuff, but, uh, so I'm enjoying that more now, uh, that I capped the frame rate and, uh, and the game, I mean, the game looks gorgeous. It looks the way it should. Yeah. So I figured out what my problem was, by the way, too, with Witcher. Um, I had a bad SLI bridge, huh. so I wasn't uh-huh. getting full performance out of my SLI, and actually it was making games run worse, so I got a new SLI bridge, and now I get like 100 plus FPS in The Witcher, and it's great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. There you yes, go. It's lovely. <laughs> yeah, so um, played more of The Witcher. I'm still kind of, I think I'm going to take my time with it, uh, just because I. it's one of those games that that I don't uh, like it's not drawing me in to just play constantly mm-hmm. but every now and then you know I'm like oh yeah I should play some Witcher and I get a few hours out of it and enjoy it um, lastly obviously I played Hearthstone I played a little bit of League you know the, the normal stuff but lastly uh, last night because Dirty Bomb was giving me some nostalgia feels decided to boot up some Tribes Ascend oh man oh wow <laughs> and that did uh, not give you any good fields <laughs> no actually so no here's the thing that's why i bring it up because uh so the the saddest thing is that there is literally one server that i can Uh-oh. join that was populated <laughs> and it was a 24 7 stonehenge server and stonehenge is like one of the worst maps in tribes <laughs> so it's it's like it's sad because i w- i wanted to play 
And like there were like three populated servers that were only level one through ten, so I couldn't join those. And then there were like two, I don't know. Oh, two two of the servers were shrikes only, or like free shrikes. So like, why on earth would you play that? And then the last one was twenty four seven Stonehenge. So I was like, fine, you know what? This is this is the only choice. Uh, so I joined twenty four seven Stonehenge. I actually had a great time. Like that game is so good, and I'm really it makes me mad that it's not. <laughs> populated anymore because that game is amazing i topped the scoreboard with ease it was like it was like riding a bike that's not why the game's good though you guys i am Just... awaiting your, your no, no, youtube no, no, tutorials it's... again brandon oh no so the funniest thing i was playing with uh, with a couple other guys in mumble and uh <laughs> and so i was like i wonder if you'll get recognized i was like i bet you i will literally like five minutes later guys like hey volition really like your video <laughs> hey man when you coming back to youtube <laughs> the poor forgotten kids God. so anyway um yeah tribes is just it's so it's so sad like even playing on one of the bad ctf maps was still like a great time so, I just imagine uh, those people that are still playing tribes are like stuck in time. They don't even realize that the game has been abandoned and they don't realize it's 2015. And they're like, they're all, like Brandon, man, I saw your video yesterday. It's like, dude, it's been like 10 years. What are you talking they're about? They're sitting in IRC talking about the next patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I actually saw they're like, I saw your video yesterday. Like, exactly the same. It's just this yeah, weird I... Groundhog Day. Like, I checked out the tribe subreddit and there was a guy who had made a skiing routes video for one of the maps and he just published it the other day. I was like, dude, you like, do you not understand? This <laughs> you know game who the like- fuck I am? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who this guy put time into this video? Does he not realize like what he the state the game for is like in? 30 people. He might, he might not <laughs> actually. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had uh, I had a nice little dose of nostalgia, even though like that game is only really like three three and a half years old, but it feels like a lifetime ago that it was relevant, and it's just uh, it's so sad. I miss it from time to time, but I've never installed it because I just I feel afraid of of my reaction towards it just being dead, and I want to play it so badly, so I just don't do it. Yeah, it it would be a great game for like community nights if you could just get like one server that would have yeah, it that would, would be populated. Yeah, because honestly, that's all it takes yeah. to enjoy that game for me. It's just sad that like there was actually literally one server that I could play in. Mm-hmm. That if 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 there were like five servers that were populated, I would probably yeah. still play it with you know on on a regular basis. But yeah, it sucks that community is just like completely gone. So I'll go next because I'll kind of go off this notion of community nights and reviving old games. We had our Black Ops 1 community night this week, and we populated a server completely and played some domination on Black Ops 1, and it was a fucking blast. Yeah, I fucking destroyed all of you, John by the way. just <laughs> hopped in the server and went 55 and 10 and then Good left. Lord. Like that was, It's just like total destruction. Um but that game is still really fun. But you know what? The people you're talking about are tribes that haven't stopped playing tribes. There are dudes who have not stopped playing Black Ops 1. <laughs> they are yeah. still playing Black Ops 1. Like, and they all came out and saw that one domination server on the entire planet was populated. And they were like, it's our time. It's our <laughs> time, boys. Someone's and then they playing. ran into me, and they had a bad time. <laughs> like... Oh man, it was. The game's so really fun. fucking good, by the way. It is really fucking good, especially Black Ops Domination. Is a good game. Like, god damn, it's such a such a good game. Yeah, esports athlete was unstoppable <laughs> on the server. John's fucking Steam name. Um, but yeah, we had a really good time playing that. It's still a really good game. There's still somehow like for as much bullshit that is in almost all Call of Duty games after Call of Duty Four, like. None of it really upsets me in Black Ops still because there's a way to counter everything in that game and it's well done. Like if somebody gets a chopper gunner, well you shouldn't have let them get a chopper gunner. Like chopper gunner. <laughs> you shouldn't have let that happen and then you can just shoot it down too. Oh man, it was so good. Um I also played uh, a bit of Witcher 3 this week. I'm like 18 or 19 hours into the campaign. Uh it's really damn good still. Uh, 
And I also played some BF4 this week. Also, also pretty damn fun. I did that too. Yeah, fun, fun. It's a good game. Um, but for me, that was about it. Besides the sort of standard stuff. <clears throat> Mark, what have you played this week, sir? Uh, well, this week, uh, other than Counter Strike, which I still play <laughs> pretty much every day. Uh, I'm playing that at least twice a day now because uh, I, I, I became friends with Flom, who is a pro player. Yes. Currently benched, but a pro player. And he has started full-time streaming that he is, now that he is benched, and he streams two times a day. Yeah, so I usually play with him. Too. That fucker. <laughs> been yelling and, uh, for months. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been doing that. I think I've put like you know 70 hours in the past couple of weeks into Counter-Strike, so I'm, I'm going pretty strong every day on that. But I've been playing... Through D4, now that it's on PC. I've been doing that on stream. I've played about that. three hours of it. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have dipped into that game. But it is fucking amazing in comparison to what Swery did with Deadly Premonition. Like, the humor is still the same. <laughs> if you play Deadly Premonition at all, you'll, you'll understand the absurdity in D4. But it is so much more well-executed in D4 um, it it's good. we talked about it's it. it's it's kind of like playing a telltale game i guess but without dialogue options and <laughs> just absurd anime humor like uh w- whenever you do combat sequences and you do the quick time events for it everything mm-hmm. is just over the top or you can pick up items that are in the environment and he'll just interact with them in a stupid way like he'll pick up a hockey trophy that he's had since he was a kid and just thrust it in the air it, like he just was victorious again. It's just really <laughs> stupid and out of the ballpark. But uh, so far, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's kind of hard to follow a little bit if you're not paying attention because a lot of the characters are just mm-hmm. way out there, super out there, and it can kind of throw you out of the story a little bit, especially with, well, I'm not going to spoil anything because, I mean, discovering the characters is probably like 90% of the game and yeah. just enjoying them for the first time you meet them. But... I would definitely recommend it to anybody who is into really absurd humor mm-hmm. or if you if you like anime and the the humor that is used in that uh it's very well done and and it's a lot better than anything else that Swery's done and I hope that bringing it to PC will get him enough sales to continue the story cuz I guess that I haven't finished it yet but I mean it's just called season 1 I'm pretty sure that it, yeah. he wants to continue it but needed more budget so Right. I hope it's successful. <clears throat> so, uh, blah, you're next here. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing? playing uh, I played the I played the slots, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, you went <laughs> to <laughs> Vegas. That's right. I went, I went to Vegas for the first time, and that was a blast. <laughs> uh, didn't think I was gonna be like a, a guy who would really enjoy Vegas, but I mean, the company was good, and you yeah. know, I kind of I kind of you finally need understood. Company to enjoy Vegas, to be clear. <laughs> well, I feel like going around Vegas alone would get old really fast because I'm Denny's. not like huge on gambling. Yeah, um, I I did yeah. gamble. I gambled a fair amount. I left like maybe two hundred dollars down, which in Vegas is not bad at all. That's <laughs> as Brandon said. That's, that's practically winning in Vegas, um, especially because that those two hundred dollars came as you know a cost of entertainment and you get drinks while you're gambling and all the all that good stuff. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I played uh, played them slots. Played that. Uh, I actually, I actually, I don't. Some people might not know. I have like a huge fear of heights. Um, it's like my number one fear is I don't do roller coasters. I don't do Ferris wheels. And my really? friends convinced me to um, to go on a fifty five foot Ferris wheel. Um, if you're, so I finally confront, confronted my fear of heights, which I've had since I was a kid. And um, this was probably the best possible way to do it. Because it wasn't a Ferris wheel where they like strap you in and you just sit there with with like a buddy or two and you, and then you go up and you go down. This was a half hour ride uh, inside a giant pod uh, that half had a bar hour? that had Jesus. a bartender Sounds inside. Terrible, a half hour, a half hour with a bartender inside the pod. With oh, a fully well, stocked okay. bar. They give you HJs too, or like <laughs> you would think like it was that. Like a half good. hour of a Ferris wheel doesn't it doesn't even sound fun even with a bartender like. HD no, it is was. The only thing that makes it that was tolerable. actually fun. I, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if I wasn't like shaking all over. But um, <laughs> I, in in that half hour, I managed to drink three hairy navels, so <laughs> that was fun. I mean, tickets were like forty five dollars, which, considering the ride and how many drinks, however many drinks you can get in you in half an hour, is like really not bad. Um, and that was uh, that was fun. You know, I was up there with all my friends. We got lumped in with another party. They were all super nice and. I was I was like panicking the whole time, but I wasn't as bad as I thought I'd be. But at the same time, it wasn't like 
Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't like a super bad heights experience because I mean like I said I was in like a giant pod with seating and a bar so <laughs> um, it was it was a good time and uh, as far as games I've been playing um, I guess the only new thing I've been playing is Splatoon which is actually really good by the way nice. um, I know it's like not a PC game and whatnot no, and no. I'm actually I'm actually sitting here holding a fucking Wii U gamepad and I have Master Chief on my shirt why am I on this podcast <laughs> like I failed you all you're a fraud I am. <laughs> Um, but Splatoon is actually, like, surprisingly really fucking good. I don't know if anybody's, like, it, like please just do yourself a favor. If you just kind of wrote it off as a Nintendo game, if you haven't actually seen any gameplay, just watch a stream of it for a little bit, because it's super interesting, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's a legitimate, like, 4v4 online, like, shooter, and it's, it's weird that Nintendo decided to do that, because, like, holy shit, Nintendo finally realized it's 2015, um, but... Instead of trying to kill people, you're trying to paint as much of the map as possible. So everybody has an assorted number of paint weapons. Uh, you can customize your character a whole bunch and have different stats and, and uh, gear and weapons. Um, and then the goal is to not to kill other people, but to paint as much as possible. Killing people actually does help because when you kill somebody with your paint, they explode into your color paint. And, oh, okay. uh, so and then it puts... Beneficial. Yeah, it is beneficial, but it's not the goal. So I've had games where, like, I felt like we were getting out out fragged, like, terribly. Like, we were getting fucked up. And then right at the end, we just happened to kill all four of them and then just sweep the map with all of our paint, and we just won. Mm-hmm. Um, and the matches are only, like, two minutes long, which actually works really well for chaining matches back-to-back really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what probably the most cool mechanic, I don't even know how they did this technically, you have the ability to swim very quickly through your own ink, but not through other people's ink. Not through the other team's ink. So if you're team green and they're team purple, you can only swim through green ink. So you spray kind of your way, and there's this really cool advanced like movement mechanic involved. So people can like cut off. You could be swimming down a stream of green ink, and then purple just cuts off your stream, and then you can't go any further at, in, mm-hmm. in squid form. Um, and also when you're in enemy ink, you're uh, significantly slowed down. So it's kind of this sh- ever-shifting battlefield. You have to constantly, constantly be aware of where your team's paint is and play around that. It's it's actually like really well done. It's not a perfect game. There's quite a few downsides to it. There's only two maps available at any given time. There's five maps total, but they cycle two in every couple hours, which is really stupid. Huh, um, that is weird. And it needs more content. It needs more unlockables. It needs more maps for sure. But other than that, uh, honestly, really good game. Um, awesome. And I've actually been playing some CSGO. I'm enjoying Operation Bloodhound. I solo queued some competitive maps. I asked a bunch of people over voice chat whether or not they smoked meth. Um, that was my YOLO queue experience. Really well. run on the bases there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I made sure all my yeah all my bases were covered, um, and I'm actually doing okay. I'm I'm Gold Nova Master, I think, which is like probably way higher than I should be. I don't know how high that is on the grand hey, scale. I placed DMG after not playing for six months, so who knows what's going on? I don't, on I don't even know what that means. I don't know anything about because like I'm sitting here You're playing like, a CS prodigy, Dan. Yeah, that's it. I'm sitting here playing like like one of the missions. One of the missions was to win 16 rounds on train. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, they're in Vine. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, I don't know any of the call outs. I'm like, he's over, he's over there Vine? in the corner. I think that's like, that's by Vine, law. Vine's not a call out. Usually it's called Ivy, I guess, is what you oh, mean. Oh, yeah, Ivy. It used to be Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's no yeah. Ivy on it anymore, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just people still call it yeah, that. So, like, yeah. so, so for people who are new to the game, you have this area that's not covered in Ivy, and it's called Ivy. It's uh, you don't know it yet, so like I really need to actually play with people to learn the maps if I ever want to like get okay at that game. But I mean, I was mostly going positive, so <laughs> doing okay. All right, not to rush us along, John. Did you play anything interesting this week? Um, a little bit of Dirty Bomb. Um, really fucking good at it, which is nice. That that always helps. Um, <laughs> you know, are you good at video games, John? Like, no, no, not not really. <laughs> But Dirty Bomb, for whatever reason, I am just because it's fast and I aim good. Um, and then just wow, they announced that flying is going to come back in six point two. Yeah, so I got to finish my. Uh, I got to finish the prereqs. Yeah, the prerequisites I still have to do as well. I'm done with all of them except the daily Apexis missions, so mm-hmm. I can just do those. But other than that, not really too too much. Um, Dirty Bomb's a lot of fun. There's just this performance problem with it, and I can't figure out what it is that like. Mm-hmm. Halfway through a map, it just starts to chug along, and then I have to restart probably at the end of every map. Computer. That's probably it too. <laughs> um, it's really weird. I don't know what it is, but the game runs really well, and then like an objective blows up, and then it just goes to shit until the map's over. So I don't know. So 
All right, guys, we're going to quickly move through news. We've, if you're hearing this on audio, the reason this is shorter and kind of rushed is because we were already live for like two hours doing the Bethesda stuff. Um, uh, as for news, I talked about AMD a little bit earlier. We don't know what performances of the AMD, but the prices seem pretty good on those cards. No, no idea when the new AMD cards are coming out. Also, Oculus Rift had their press conference a couple days ago. Uh, a bunch of new games were announced. A controller that's going to go with the Rift uh, when it comes. That controller out. looked interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a weird looking it's like, thing. It's like a little donut looking thing. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think it has like tracking on it. Um, but the headset also comes with these like shit ass dick earphones on it, and I'm just kind of <laughs> like. I kind of just want to wear my own headset and not use your shitty headphone thing on the side. I don't understand why anyone would use those. Uh, but quarter one, 2016, the Rift will be out, consumer. I think it's 300 I think is what it's going to be. Something like that. Um, but yeah, it's like a weird one-handed LED tracking controller thing. Um, so yeah. Oculus Rift will be coming out quarter one, 2016. Street Fighter V had its uh, systems sort of yeah, detailed. Yeah, I saw that too. Which is big change from how the series used to go. Uh, this is sort of the th- a thing in a lot of fighting games. You have your super meter and your ultra meter. Uh, it's called different things in different games, but kind of the concept remains the same. Um, and uh, the basic thing now is that you can do super moves at any time sort of you don't need to build meter to do them uh they're mm-hmm. all called v meters now it's very weird very weird i feel like my basement's gonna flood holy shit <laughs> it does it sound sounds like, like it. i know man that shit's coming leaking. down there's nothing i can do about that um it's rain. Tons of I rain. I like that, Dan. Shower or rain? Yeah. <laughs> you have a shower literally right next to your PC. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... You gotta keep it cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryu can parry like he used to be able to back in the day. Uh, that's, like, one of his sort of special moves that's built in. Um, so, if you really are into fighting games and you want to read up on those, they have a big article, I'm sure you can, uh, .com with a lot of details on the, uh changes to systems there but it's a hell of a lot different you will not always have ultra like you don't build it up by uh getting hit which was kind of the mechanic for multiple games um so yeah street fighter 5 looking good coming out in 2016 uh another sort of not big announcement but i am really excited for this so we're going to talk about it real quick shadow warrior 2 is coming out Mm -hmm. uh, next year if you did not play the first shadow warrior you need to. It's so good. It's done by the dudes who did Hard Reset. Uh, super good sort of throwback shooter. Also, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, I still never beat it. I put, I put a few hours into it, but I never beat <laughs> it. Long. I should go back and do it. It's so Yeah, long. is it really? Yeah. It's like 20 How long hours, is it? dude. Good God! For a shooter? Long. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, so Shadow Warrior 2 is confirmed. Uh, Devolver Digital is publishing it. It will have four-player co-op, which is fucking awesome. I think that's so good. More Wang for everybody. <laughs> um, and it's only coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. As I've said multiple times in this podcast, I'll say it again. If you are abandoning the old consoles, better better for everybody. So good that it's not coming out in the old consoles. <clears throat> so that is kind of it for the news on this shortened episode. Um, up next... Just a couple viewer questions. <clears throat> First, from Aaron the Enigma. An interesting question, because I really don't want to be haunted by anybody. Uh, <laughs> if you had to be haunted by the ghost of a dead celebrity, who would it be and why? Mm. I don't want to be haunted by anybody, man. That Is Guy Fieri still alive? Casper yes. the friendly ghost. He's super, sadly, super sad, helpful. Sad. Casper super laid back. Yeah, he's. <laughs> so you want Casper to die again, and then be haunted, and and then haunt you? Uh, he's pretty. I mean, it do, the question doesn't pose that the person has to already be dead. So I guess that well, you says can ghost just, of uh, a dead celebrity. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah, say that they have okay. to be dead right now. Oh, that's true. That. That's true. 
and you just have to that take... when they die, you might be you'll be haunted by them. Exactly. Mm. You have to take. I, a I feel like the intent of the question room. is that they're already dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, if they're already dead, I think that makes it a lot harder. Um, Billy Mays. A lot, of, a lot of the people who died. <laughs> Billy Mays. Yeah, like just, you would just make like, everything three in so the morning. Exciting. He just wakes yeah, you, you up. <laughs> you would just wake up like because if he's like a friendly haunt, you like maybe he could help you wake up in the morning. You know, like you set your alarm. He's like Billy Mays here. You're oversleeping. <laughs> As his head pops out of your chest because he's a ghost. Yeah, exactly. That sounds horrifying. Exactly. It sounds great. Billy like, Mays here. You have to like, take a lot into is, account. He would. Ac- he could actually legitimately haunt you just because of like yeah. the shock factor. Yep, that's true. I mean, he was he died from doing a bunch of coke and having a heart attack so i mean so and well <laughs> he's hyped, i don't know that, dude. he's hyped. yeah he's he would really yeah, he would make everything so, very exciting it would just be hard to relax i guess the yeah. question is when you die are are you taking the the physical form of like what your state was when you died so if you were really fucking hyped up when you died you just stay that way forever oh <laughs> or, yeah or if you were in a coma Unfinished when you titans. died you're just the most boring ghost that's ever existed oh it could be <laughs> Yeah, that one wouldn't be too bad. Like, I mean, every now and then you turn around a corner and he's like spookily floating there in a bed. But <laughs> yeah, for the most part, it, it's like that's just not hooked too up bad. to a you respirator. It's like, God, this guy sucks. You need to stop being so. Boring. See, then you live with like this constant, like, is he gonna wake up today? Like, I'm gonna <laughs> uh, be fucking I feel like, terrified. I mean, if he's always like that, like as Sham is is, is putting forth. I feel like eventually you just get used to it, and then you just wouldn't even notice him anymore. You know what I mean? Like you could, you would be amazed at what human beings can get used to after yeah. a while. True. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that that's that's not too bad. Yeah, that's like very. You would manageable. never, you would not, you would over time. I feel like you just would stop flinching at anything because yeah. you'd be so used to it. <laughs> you'd be so used to being haunted. Yeah, Constant I was someone. In, someone in chat stole it, but I was gonna say Mitch Hedberg because I feel like yeah, that, he would just I kind like of follow you around and make like funny, like funny calm observations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be very good. Yeah, I kind of yeah. wanted like like a singer like like Sinatra or somebody because like you know, that would sound pretty nice. But he's like super racist. Yeah, <laughs> he would like anytime I like met anybody who wasn't white, he'd be like, he'd have some fucking remark to say, and I'd just be like, you know, what? shut the fuck up, Sinatra. They'd be like, what? That's the other thing. Can they? Can other people no, see, the, see your haunt? It's you. only you. Yeah. It's only you're, you. That makes it less enjoyable, though. Well, it kind of makes it more because now you're just talking to thin air. People are around. Oh, like, I do that all the time, anyway. <laughs> Tupac is a dead fuck you, Dan. <laughs> um, I do like the idea of Mitch Hedberg, though. I mean, that yeah. uh, just a chill so ghost that just kind of converses with you. Yeah, that would be nice. Makes great yeah, just like just like a ghost that kind of makes observations, and you're just like, oh, that, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <How's> Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like maybe Carlin, because Carlin's yeah. also really funny. But I mean, he's so angry that I need somebody to like kind of. I wouldn't feel as angry because I have somebody who's already that angry to like counterbalance yeah. me. I would feel like I would feel like I need to be the more calm one. So overall, I think having Carlin around would really chill me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right next question from grim angel 01 on twitter what would be the biggest disappointment for each of you at this year's e3 biggest uh, disappointment. missing my flight tomorrow what like a lack of an announcement or just a certain thing being announced or something happening it could be uh, anything yeah if, if if no man's sky it has another trailer and they still don't fucking explain what this game is supposed to be. <laughs> and if nobody can one. play it yet. Yeah. yeah. It better yeah. be playable. Like it almost, it better be playable. Um, I think the biggest disappointment for me would be dark souls three looking really underwhelming, which I think I mean, is I'll, a distinct yeah, I can possibility. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. I really am not. I don't know. I don't know about this. You're scared. You're wow. scared. Yeah annualizing dark souls is essentially what's happening I don't like yeah it. it is it is coming out really fast I don't like that's, that. that's yeah upsetting. you're right it, it does seem like a, a game of that caliber needs a lot more fine-tuning and also just if, extra boss design to not make things rehash as much as possible yeah, if they can confirm that dark souls 3 was in development like three or four years ago yeah mm-hmm. all right fine but dark souls 2 just came out and bloodborne just came out. Bloodborne just came out. And Dark how Souls big is that studio? Just... That's the question. Yeah. Like, how big? How big? Like, 
Like, I don't feel like From Software is like a, you know, yeah, thousand-plus-person team. No, it's not. So. And the thing is, like, Dark Souls 2 was made by the B-team. Miyazaki did not make it, who's the guy who made Dark Souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't make it. He made Bloodborne at the same time that Dark Souls 2 was being made. It's a little you can upsetting. Tell. The, you the, can tell. The, <laughs> the most up-to-date company information on Wikipedia says that they had 227 employees. Now, there may be more now. That was over a year ago that this uh, number that's, was there. So, I mean, it's big, still pretty... It, that's a decent size. Yeah, but... Not huge, no, I though. I mean, they got Sony size. money, I'm sure, yeah. for the game, but, like... I just yeah, don't, actually, I don't know. Dark about Souls this. 2 you need, you need only time. came out like a little over a year ago. Yeah, and you're right. Long. Bloodborne literally just came out. Yeah. That that does feel very fast. Yeah. I mean, they've only confirmed it's coming out. Have they set a date? Q1 2016. Yeah, and yeah, uh-huh. Dark Souls 2 was that's, 2014 yeah, in fucking March. Like that's Dark just Souls 2. I don't know. Like I get that. that the game is popular, but like this this is how you kill a really good franchise. Yeah, I this just, is Guitar Hero all over again. Guitar Hero is one game a year. I just I don't. I like mean, it. well, at least with something like Guitar Hero, beat. innovations on top of that idea, I guess, come a little bit easier. Even though they didn't fucking do anything with them, but Dark Souls seems like a a game that takes three to five years to yes. really hone in on something. I mean, Demon that Souls and Dark with. Souls were like three years apart, I think, mm-hmm. and then Dark Souls Two was like five years after Dark yeah. Souls One. So, I mean, I guess like I the know. you know Dark Souls Two and Bloodborne were both really well received, so. You know, I, I just wonder how long they could keep that quality up if they do keep churning yeah. out releases like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be mine. Um, there's some stuff. Another, another be- Call of Duty game. Yeah. Oops. Oh, that's already announced, Chad. Yeah, I, guess, so I can't wait wanted. to see some gameplay there. Well, I'm let me sure tell you why that game is going to suck, and it's going to suck because it's coming out on PS3 and 360. Is it really? Yes. Oh my God! Why of are they doing it that? It's the it's one why of the biggest entertainment do- franchises. Oh of course God. it is. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about actually making a good game. They don't have to make good games. I bet it would make your head spin how many copies they sell on the old consoles. Yeah, it probably would. The thing is, I'm kind of like somewhat hyped for Black Ops 3 because Black I mean, Ops 1 I'm, and I'm 2 are I'm probably going to play good. it. Black Ops yeah. 2 was a very good Black game. Ops 2 as long, good as game. long as the PC port is fine, I am all for a brainless fucking multiplayer shooter to hop around on for a few weeks. Like, I'll probably play it just as long yeah. as it runs well. That's it. Yeah. And has FOV slider. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. There you go. We'll see. <laughs> 91 FPS. To- no, they didn't cap Black Ops 2. <laughs> um, yeah, so that would be that for me. All right, last question from at LOL Grouch. What's the best food item to bring to a potluck? Chips and soda cannot be an answer. I mean, Ooh, fucking, a, a fucking a whole pig. A, a whole pig. pig. There you go. <laughs> Apple in its mouth. John wins. I don't know. I, I mean, is there anything specific that you have a family recipe for? I mean, my, my parents used to bring macaroni and cheese because they had a, a mac and cheese recipe. But I mean, and, and you don't even need like a mac and cheese recipe. Potatoes. Mac and cheese is like a, that's a legitimate answer. Don't even yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just think of anything that's conducive to, fu- to a full meal, just some kind of side dish, and you'll be fine. Even if somebody else brings mac and cheese, people fucking love macaroni and cheese. They want as many <laughs> bowls of that shit as they can shovel down their gullets. So keep bringing it. You're not wrong. You're um, not wrong, yeah. Make <laughs> a huge pot of ramen. Just show, show up with a bunch of fucking like Easy Mac and ramen and like <laughs> Can I use your you microwave start, real quick? <laughs> you start stirring that shit up at the potluck. Hey, look, I think, I, yeah. all I'm gonna say is a while ago uh, we had a I think it was a Harry Potter marathon we were doing at a friend's house, so a whole bunch of us came over and our friend Eric uh, Falcius on Twitch showed up with like twelve Wendy's hamburgers and we were like, what the <laughs> why? Why did you bring this? Like nobody, like we were gonna order food and everything. Nobody like said, "Hey, bring some food." But he showed up with twelve McDonald's burgers. We were all like, "What the great, fuck is wrong with plan. you?" And then yeah. we ate all of them. Those nothing said to go to waste. Yeah, and like, you were like, "That was a good call." Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, like we we talk shit, but he was right. You know what? He was right to bring those burgers. I'm, and uh, all I'm gonna say is just bring bring a bunch of fucking ravioli. Yeah. Forget what you heard. I'm, like every every says there's no like you need a specific time for ravioli. I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll say I'll say it's the best thing game. I think you can bring just without knowing any prior context about what others are bringing. Okay. But if I'm just taking a shot in the dark, best food item you can bring to a potluck: homemade banana pudding. Oh God, yes, Ooh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. 
Because where I grew up, like that, that was what people made as a specialty was banana mm-hmm. pudding. That's, that's and it, and it would not, right. it would not stay on the table. Yeah. It wouldn't. It's like you it's unique, to it's unique enough that someone else probably won't bring it. And like, you know, people want to try it. Like you'll be the hit of the party. And if you don't put vanilla wafers and actual banana slices in that shit, you are fucking stupid. Oh, that's, that's, right? I mean, like, you that's, better that's, do that's it a right. given. That's a given. <laughs> All right. If you're like, I'm not even going to entertain the fact that someone would try and make a banana pudding without either of those things. <laughs> yeah. God. I, I'm, I'm down with like a good pasta slash potato salad. Yes. A good, a good yeah. one. Yeah. A good there's, potato there's salad. A shitty one. Yep. Whole thing. Uh, pasta salad. <laughs> John just God. live pig. Uh, <laughs> we gotta kill this thing. Water it right in front of everyone. You, you 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 notify them a few days beforehand. Like I'm gonna need you to set up a fire pit. Yeah. Do you um, mind if I get pig blood on your carpet? It's, it's just a, <laughs> you guys got some like long sheets of plastic around here so I could set up a cutting station. Why does it look like American Psycho in the living room? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, it's going to get a little Texas Chainsaw Massacre in here. You might want to back up. <laughs> By the way, casseroles are, come over, are really or... easy to do. <laughs> casseroles? Good call. Cas- casseroles are very easy to do. Um, look up a quick, easy recipe. And, uh, oh, if, if you could do, like, some, some, like, if you have no fucking idea how to cook, you don't know anything. Just buy a tube of, like, cookie dough and just make some cookies. There you like, go. You don't have, you don't have just to eat the cookie dough. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then anyway. don't go. Yeah, don't show up to the Pollock. Um, that, actually, that's what I would do. Rice Krispie treats—that's a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are very, easy to make. Very desserts are not a bad idea because that—that's more banana pudding that you can eat for yourself if you bring a yeah. bunch of other desserts to like shove at people, and then you just take the whole bowl of banana pudding for yourself and go <laughs> eat it in the corner. You know, so yeah, that's, like, actually, that's actually like, a good idea. Like, if you're gonna yeah. make a homemade banana pudding, like. Maybe consider whether or not you actually care about your friends and just, like, <laughs> keep it in your fridge. <laughs> All right. That is basically it for episode 194. We're going to head into uh, the iTunes review, which Brandon oh, can give boy. you a little detail about here. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if, if you've watched this cast before, you know that uh, we, we do this. This is kind of a – it's a newer feature, but I have to say I think it's uh, I think it's one of my, it's really one of my more – yeah, it's like it's really taking off. We have like a lot of interest uh, where I really didn't think there would be. Uh, so on iTunes, uh, you know, you can obviously watch this podcast live, but whether you watch it live or whether you listen to it in your uh, your podcast app of choice, uh, iTunes has a rating system. Uh, it's from one to five stars, but for this, we only care about five stars. <laughs> So what you're going to want to do is you go onto iTunes, you can go on your phone, you can go on your desktop. It's, it's not a great experience, but it's worth it one time, just one time. They won't let you do it more than once unless you have multiple family members, in which case I would recommend you ask them to log in and also leave a review. Uh, but you basically, you can write anything you want here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, ha- we have had, I, I mean, just, we have really run the gamut. Uh, yeah. Every single week, we get we get we get some real stuff. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna run out at some point. Yeah, people are not I, gonna see, be able to see, mean I hard enough that, anymore. Like I think that, but man, it it doesn't stop. <laughs> um, so I, I have to say, we definitely like we definitely have some cutting edge memory happening in our yeah. iTunes. <laughs> yeah, that we do. Uh, and sometimes, like sometimes, it memes so hard that I actually can't tell whether or not it's a meme. <laughs> Which is when I like that's really the threshold for me because I mean I'm I'm on the cutting edge of this stuff myself. Uh, so so again we do read every single review. Unfortunately we can't we can't feature every one of them. Yeah. Uh, but we do read all of them. So if you if there's anything you really want to tell us that is the place to do it. Like yeah. I don't necessarily read everything in all of our other forums, uh, but here I read all of it. So yeah. you're guaranteed like at least. Some 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 feeling of connection, yeah. uh, and if you're lucky, you might get featured on the cast. Yep, like uh, so today's anyway. lucky yeah. contestant. So we had a lot of good reviews this week. Uh, honorable mentions go out to Barry M. Dickener, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to pronounce this in the French way, and hope people get it. This next name, Harry Thrustbon. <laughs> Harry Thrustbon, 
uh, spelled B O N N E Thrustbon. <laughs> Thrustbon. Um, that's, that's a family name. Yeah, it's a family name. Yeah. Uh, also left reviews this week. Didn't quite make the cut. Uh, several members of the Hodes family once again coming yeah, out. Yeah, we had we had a lot of Hodes reviews this week. Yeah. Frankly. Uh, and and Brandon has been here. We appreciate and love you all, which is true. It's hundred percent true. Scott's not here. We love today, some of you so. more than others, but but like we do love you all. <laughs> Barry M. Dickener. <laughs> just like, so, so it's like doesn't even look like a real name. They were just like fuck it, Dickener. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the title of this review is "Best Way to Pass the Time." And the author is a Mr. Barry Lumpkin, Mr. B. Lumpkin. <laughs> ah. <laughs> a the Lumpkin Mr. family. A I Mr. B. I Lumpkin. I Lumpkin. The KBMod podcast is the best way to pass the time while I grade tests from my math class or while on the toilet. <laughs> that is literally what this says. <laughs> Okay. The KB Mom podcast is the best way to pass the time while I grade tests for my math class or while on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I've been constipated. You're a teacher? Yeah. I, I hope not. God. I've been constipated recently, so I've spent way too much time in the bathroom. But like all good mathematicians, I can work it out with a pencil. God damn it. <laughs> Regards, B. Lumpkin. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> That's really fucking clever. <laughs> I, good lord, Barry Lumpkin. You do spend a lot of time on the toilet with a name like Blumpkin. Yeah, you I would have, have to imagine. To. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is it for episode 194. <clears throat> You can follow us on Twitter at KBModGaming for all the central stuff. Facebook.com slash KBMod and give us a like there as well. Make sure you're following the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash KBMod. You can follow each of us individually on Twitter and various things. John is at KBModJohn. Brandon is at Volition, V-O-L number one T-I-O-N. Blacklight is at BlacklightAttack, L-I-T-E. And on other things, he's L-I-G-H-T. It's just look, you know. So confused. You don't want to follow Every him time. anymore. Blame Twitter, man. Twitter's <laughs> And Mark, of course, all sham, no wow on all the things. So make sure you're following all his stuff. Uh, I am Dan, Nipnops TV on Twitter. Dan Nip- K. Memes. Dan K. Memes, who ordered a burger the <laughs> other night at Purgatory. <laughs> Mr. Oh, nice. Dan K. Memes. Um, don't forget, tune in tomorrow. Mark and I will be live all day doing E3. So, tune in then. All day. All I've got, day. I've, I've all got, day. I've got bingo set up on my OBS. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Whatever way you consume this podcast. Thank you very much. We will see you guys next week with guest Shannon Z. Killer. Thanks for watching, guys. Goodbye. Yada. Yeah.